what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This episode of Creating Wellness Podcast is sponsored by Incredible Edibles in Hickory, North Carolina. Incredible Edibles is the best place to visit to get great tasting food and drinks that benefit your overall wellness. Incredible Edibles offers frozen yogurt, smoothies, and kombucha on tap with a broad array of healthy benefits and snacks and the best CBD products from around the country. Come visit us at our brick and mortar location in the beautiful Holler Mill, where we have COVID-friendly personal life service that includes safe in-store shopping, curbside pickup, and limited distance same-day delivery. Or you can visit us online at IncredibleEdibles.com for online shopping, interesting blog posts, and more information about Incredible Edibles. So welcome to the Creating Wellness podcast. I'm really happy to be here. I'm Fran Parody, and I'm the host of the podcast. And um, in general, I think we are all searching for ways to improve our overall wellness. We want to feel energized, happy, engaged in life, um, and engaged with other people. And often pain, exhaustion, anxiety, depression, physical discomfort, um, all of those things get in the way of us feeling good and reaching those wellness goals. My guest today is an amazing woman. Her name is Dr. Elizabeth Beadle. Um, And She has a goal and a purpose in life, and that is to help people attain the best possible health over their lifetime. So this isn't just kind of a quick fix or a goal. This is over the lifetime. She started her practice 21 years ago in Hickory. It's called Healing for Life, and she's been helping people reach their wellness goals ever since. So... Welcome. Thank you. Elizabeth. Thank you for having me, Fran. I'm so excited to hear all of the things you have to teach us today because it's just a, your wealth of information. Well, thank you. I'm so excited. Deep and yeah, and broad. So, um, would you want to start off with telling us a little bit about? your practice and um, also maybe about the journey that got you here. Sure. Um, It's a chiropractic practice with, uh, I'm an acupuncturist as well. And um, we've been there for 21 years. So it's been a journey. So we've had, uh, I opened my practice in Hickory, North Carolina. And, um, you know, it's been uh, my mission and goal to have help people with their wellness journey. People come in for pain, but really they need to, they're, they're, the problem is within the nervous system, with their physiology, their lifestyle, and just helping them learn how to create wellness. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, through self-care, through uh, the nervous system, through balancing the physiology. And um, anyways, there's there's so many fun things to talk about. Yeah, right. And so, you know, I think you're right that people generally don't go to the doctor or don't go to see anybody unless they're kind of in crisis or they have something that's just been nagging them. It's, you know, flaring up again and hurting. So there ha- there's, I would imagine most of the people who come into your practice have kind of an acute thing that they want fixed and then they think, okay, fix it and go on. Exactly. That's very common. And yeah, they come in with pain a lot of the times. And uh, pain is just a symptom. 
right? So it's the straw that broke the camel's back. So what was all the precursors? You know, has it been a bad diet? Did they have injuries along the way? How do they have poor posture? Are they on the computer all day long? Um, you know, what has gone on in their life and their lifestyle that's gotten them to this point? So we dig into that. And um, really, you know, through x-rays, we see what alignment's like. We see where they're, what's going on with their nervous systems. So much of uh, what's called the vagus nerve, which is the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the healing part of the nervous system, um, really affects how well this body works and if it heals. So it's like um, <clears throat> if you have the, the parasympathetic nervous system or the vagus nerve is not we're functioning well and the fight or flight the sympathetic is going hog wild because you're stressed you're, you have you know, all these kids going on you're working 10 hours a day you're on the computer you're sitting you're not moving you can't have the gas and the brakes on at the same time and so people get sick and they don't realize why they're sick as far as their bodies are concerned. Right. Okay. So, so let's back up a little bit because I think you said a lot in that, <laughs> in that statement. Um, okay. So you have the, the vagus nerve, which is the sympathetic. That's the parasympathetic, the, parasympathetic the healing part of the nervous system. Okay. And you want that to be activated when you're sick or when you have an injury. So the nervous system should be balanced. It's called the autonomic nervous system. And if it's out of balance, you, that's when you get sick. Okay. So if it's, if it's kind of in overdrive. Correct. Then, okay. Yes. And it doesn't you work right. And, and there's things that we do every day during the day <clears throat> that, that get it into overdrive, whether it is, um, you know, trying to manage 500 things at once or sitting all day or not eating well, um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, the vagus nerve or the parasympathetic nervous system, it's kind of trendy these days. A lot of people have heard about it, um, is in the upper cervical spine and in the sacrum and the lower <clears throat> part of the nerve of the spine. And we can use chiropractic adjustments to really help activate that parasympathetic or the vagus nerve, which is super cool. Um, and so then we can balance that autonomic nervous system and then get people into a healing state as opposed to a survival state. Okay. So, so when they come into your office and they say, you know, I continually get sinus infections or I'm feeling anxious all the time. I mean, we, we will talk about the array of things that you can help with. Um, but, but right now I just come trying to kind of figure out the, the process. So someone comes in and they say, you know, gosh, I am getting sinus infections every month and it's, you know, exhausting. You can then, you do, do a full body workout, like just kind of. Yeah. So, you know, when someone comes in, we'll do a history, we'll do um, x-rays usually. And I also do a scan, which measures heart rate variability and, um, and the autonomic nervous system. And so with that information, we can tell if their nervous system is out of balance. And then from there, we can be like, these nerves and this part of the nervous system is affecting your sinuses or whatever is going on. Okay. Um, so it's the nervous system first that okay. affects pain, symptoms, 
And if that nervous system isn't working at its best potential, this body cannot work at its best potential. No matter what you do, diet or exercise or medicine or whatever it is. Right. Okay. So the, and the nervous system is all down the spine. Like it's all connected to the spine and the, and the brain uh, and the brain. Yes. And so when you make adjustments in the spine, that then can either. It's, it stimulates that nervous system and gets it uh, unblocked or, or um, there's uh, when the nervous system is not functioning well, it just, uh, you know, people say a pinched nerve, but it's not really a pinched nerve. It's just a blockage. It's a incomplete function of that nervous part of the nervous system. So, so the, the nerves are kind of like tentacles, right? They kind of go out all over the place. And so when you say, when someone refers to a blocked nerve, can you see that? Like, can you see where it's disconnected or there's a skip in it or? Sure. There's, it's called a subluxation and a subluxation is the part of the spine that's out of alignment. Um, and you can see that on x-ray for sure. Um, people often, you know, will take an x-ray of their their neck and you can see how their head is shifted from one side to the other. And your brainstem is at the top of your spine and same with that vagus nerve. And, you know, you see their head shifted on their neck and be like, oh, your head's not on straight. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so they're like, and they can, they're like, I knew that. They really, the light bulb goes off. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is what's been going on, but I didn't know that. Right. So they, they feel like something's off. They can kind of feel. Yeah. Or their pictures. Like, I mean, yeah, my head is always crooked in pictures. You know, that's really Interesting. common. Yeah. And uh, that's a really common comment. And so then is there kind of an immediate relief? When you can make that adjustment and get their head back on straight? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times people are like, oh, like the light turns on or their posture. You should see the before and after postures of many people. And all of a sudden they can breathe because the nerves Uh, go to your lungs. Um, So, yeah, that's super common. And so I would imagine this takes more than one adjustment, right? Like anything else. If we've been doing something the same way for years – then one adjustment isn't going to make us undo yeah. it. No, you're way. exactly right. It's the, your habits are huge. Right. So we, we'll talk about your habits and and see what the root cause is. Yeah, why are you like this? And so, yes, we can fix the problem that we see, but now we have to find out why it's there and we have to dig into that too. So. That's hugely comprehensive. Yeah, it's super cool. It's so much fun. And, you know, it's just really neat to see people when they're like, oh, that totally makes sense. I just didn't have any idea. (laughs) So actually, this is a funny story. I the day after you and I met, for lunch, I was getting my hair cut and another hairdresser was walking by. She's like, okay, I'm running after the doctor's appointment. And I don't know what made me ask, but I'm like, where are you going? They said, oh, Dr. Dr. Beetle. She's wonderful. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> I'm like, she's amazing. She, she said she has changed my life. Oh, that's so exciting. So, yeah. Yay. Yeah. So clearly what you're doing is working. Yeah. Yeah. I love, well. I love it. I love it. Um, so. Okay. So you have the chiropractic piece. Right in it, which um, sounds like it's the fir- kind of the first thing you address with people, because if the nervous system isn't in a good place, then it's hard to do anything else. Yeah, that, it's, right? it's whole health, right? So just, there's just not one part of the puzzle. Medicine tends to be kind of segmental, right? You know, yeah. you have a liver problem, or you have a headache problem, or you have a 
you know, a back problem, but, but not very comprehensive usually. Um, so we kind of try and put these pieces together. Um, and so, uh, acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine is amazing together with chiropractic because it works on balancing chi and energy. And so, which is not like the nervous system, but it's kind of like the nervous system. It's like, it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. So if we balance the nervous system, then we balance our chi and energy, um, and we balance our nutrition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, then we get our physiology and our energetics to be uh, more um, c- inclusive and, and our body starts to heal. So the whole point is getting it into healing mode as opposed to survival mode. Right. So can you just, um, I mean, I kind of get that intuitively, but can you describe the difference that's happening within our bodies right. when we're in survival mode as opposed to healing mode? So, yeah, you know, people, will, uh, anxiety is like huge. Yeah. I mean, so many people have anxiety, especially with this pandemic. And, you know, the when, the, when they're in survival mode, you know, their heart rate gets higher. You know, you have increased heart rate, increased blood pressure. Um, and they, their heart rate variability, um, which like some people might know about it, it's pretty trendy right now, but that's the ability for your heart, your cardiovascular system to be adaptable and adaptability is so important for longevity, for health, for healing. And, um, without the adaptability, then you're in survival mode. So, okay. If my heart rate is not adaptable, that means it's kind of like, running at a certain level the whole time. Adaptability means like I I can recover and I can slow it down at times. Then when it needs to speed up, it will speed up. Yeah. So when we, a healthy heart rate variability means when you inhale, your heart rate gets faster. And when you exhale, your heart rate gets slower. Oh, so it's not even about what we're doing actively. It's about just being. Yes. Yeah, and so you can measure it. I've got an aura ring, O-U-R-A, and that's really cool for measuring heart rate variability. I think the Apple Watch does it too. They have different technologies on how they measure it. Um, and um, But it really gives you an idea of what's your long – like it gives you a window into your longevity, into your adaptability, into your health for long-term health. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting that 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 one piece can give you that much information. Yes. When I did my master's degree at Columbia University in the 90s, um, we were studying heart rate variability. It was not trendy then. Nobody knew about it. But I've always been super interested in it. And I I would always measure mine. You know, I'd go to the doctor and I'd want my blood pressure to go down and I want my right. heart rate to go down. So I'd I'd fudge it by doing my breathing exercises. <laughs> <laughs> so you look healthy to the doctor. Yeah, so I'm like, paper. you know, I was like, uh, you know, I just like, well, everybody does that, don't they? I'm like, oh, well, no, nobody does that. <laughs> I do it, actually. I'm trying to be very calm when I'm getting my blood pressure taken. There you go. Um, but yeah, so these are windows into how healthy are you? What's your longevity look like? Um, you know, and so... We have a, a, a scan that we do that measures heart rate variability. And and so we have a picture of someone when they come in, be like, okay, we have a lot, we 
your heart rate variability is not great. Your sympathetic nervous system is going on overdrive. Your vagus nerve is not healthy. We have a lot of work to do here. And this is how we can do it with chiropractic adjustments, acupuncture, breathing exercises, meditation. And, you know, we have access to those sorts of things to help people figure out what it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really neat. It's, it's, uh, and people are now much more open to that than they used to be. Much more open to kind of these non-medical, non-pill-popping solutions to things, to kind of recognizing that we have more control over our bodies than we actually thought we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drugless solutions. I love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, but they're also, they hear, I guess, from social media or the news or podcasts or whatever, you know, they've, they've heard these things before. And when, then when I mention it, it's not so foreign. Right. They're like, oh, you know, I've, I've heard of something like that. What does that even mean? Right. So they're more curious. So I, I, I would imagine they've, they've heard about it, but they've also probably know somebody who has changed some aspect of their life through some of these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they, so they also have role models because they, it is much more common yeah. these days um, to hear about it and to see it and to see, you know, real trans transformations in people. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that is a really good word, a concept. People are transforming now. Yeah. And it's not just weight loss. I mean, it is, it's health. I mean, they don't, people are, yeah, just like yeah. glowing more or, you know, they, yeah. they just look healthier. They right. Look. Well, you know, I think people are curious. Yes. And so when you ask more questions, you know, then I think people get more empowered to like do some things. Right. And uh, that's a great, you know, when people come in and ask questions, I'm so excited because we can, there's so many things I could, we could share and do. It's, it's great. Right. So do you, um, I mean, I, you know, I imagine there are people who are also somewhat resistant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, chiropractic is, you know, some people are in, all all, all in. People, There's many people who are not at all in. Right. People come in, I just want acupuncture. I just want chiropractic. I don't want those needles. You know, it's, right. you know, people tell me what they want. And you know what? I'm okay with that too. We, you know, we, 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 we have them where they're at. Exactly. And, you know, no judgment. You know, I've learned through, through, you know, maybe hopefully being a healer that, you know, you, I cannot be judgmental of people. I have to meet them where they are. And that is with love, you know, and that is okay. You yes. know, if I start judging people, there's no healing going on. No, judging and shaming, right? So people are, are coming into the doc, coming in to see somebody already, you're feeling very vulnerable. Yes. Right? Like clearly there's something wrong with me and I'm asking for help, right. which is hard for us to do. Good Most point. people to do. Yeah. And so they're already feeling vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they feel any sort of, yeah, judgment. Yeah. You know, shame is a very low vibrational energy. Oh. And no, you can't heal with that. No. And it, and it's, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, I think people know when they're not taking care of themselves. Yeah. And they know when that leads to injuries. 
in their bodies. And so, you know, so there's a sense of like, I did this to myself. So, I, you know, I do, I think it would be very yeah, yeah. hard to step in. Yeah. And love, know? love is a very high vibrational energy. So, you know, and it's, I have to remind myself sometimes and start the morning with that, you know, be like, oh, okay, these are my meditations for the day, you know, you know, loving my patients, loving who's coming in. And when I have a difficult patient, maybe, and be like, you want to, I want to be judgmental. I'm like, no, we don't do that. You know, yes. this person needs help and they need my love. Right. Right. Yeah. But I, you know, I would also think it can be, you know, you're a person too. And when they're kind of rejecting, you know, the stuff that you are so passionate about and you believe a hundred percent, you know, that can be. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's when you learn to surrender. <laughs> I yeah. love that. You know, <laughs> surrendering is so free. You know, it's like, okay, you know, this is what I'll do. I love this person. And we just sit with it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. So it sounds like there's really um, – you you have a, a connection with each one of your patients, clients. I don't know what you patients, call them. Yeah, patients, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you really – you know them. Yeah, yeah. And so they feel, they probably feel very held by you and that's a safe place and that they, you know, are, once you establish that foundation of love and acceptance, they're probably much more willing to try things that they wouldn't yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because we do have a few things, you know, we talked about this, the the pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, it's called PEMF. Um, like, who's heard of that? Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, it sounds, it's, I mean, you might want to explain it for other people who d- hadn't heard it before, but it, it sounds a little bit bizarre, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, this is part of my biohacking thing that I love. But um, so magnetic field therapy is, um, it was discovered in the 60s with the astronauts. So NASA figured it out. So when the astronauts would orbit around the Earth, they'd come back really sick. And so the NASA is like, why? Mm-hmm. And so what really happens is the Earth's magnetic field heals us every day. And it is, uh, and we used to walk around our bare feet. We used to sleep on the ground. Right. We weren't on concrete all the time. So we were earthing or grounding all the time. And so now we're not doing that so much. No. And, you know, I mean, all the, you know, the, the 4G, 5G, we've got all yes. these, the, like, so much uh, going on in our systems that our bodies have to heal from. And so this pulsed electromagnetic field therapy is uh, the magnetic field recharges the cell membranes. So when our cells get sick. They get, they're inflamed. They have, uh, like, when we get older or we have injuries, um, they get inflamed. They lose their charge. And Mm -hmm. this is when my geeky physiology kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they have a charge, minus 20 millivolts. So then um, they don't have a permeability. The cell membrane loses its permeability. So then it doesn't hydrate and it doesn't detoxify. So then it really gets sick. Okay. So what the magnetic field does is it recharges the cell membrane, allows the permeability. Now the cell hydrates, it detoxifies. Um, and so now that cell goes from like looking like a grape into or looking like a raisin, and then it, it hydrates like a grape. So we want the grape-like cells. 
the other thing is we have mitochondria. So a lot of people have heard of that. That's pretty trendy these days too. So the mitochondria is the motor of the cell, right? Kind of like a car needs gas. Um, the mitochondria needs electrons. So the, the magnetic field, the PEMF, provides electrons for the mitochondria to make ATP, which is the energy of the cell. So now you've got energy to heal and energy to um, for, for you. Like, so now you can do your stuff. <laughs> so, so, so the energy in the cell translates into just kind of energy in the body. Yeah, it's really amazing. So you've experienced this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I had my own little journey. I fell off my horse like eight years ago, landed on my head, hurt my neck, had a concussion. It was not fun. No, it sounds <laughs> awful. Yeah. So it was was a bad deal. Anyways, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> were you wearing a helmet? Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So we were jumping and we were having this game. Anyways. Um, so um, uh, chiropractic and acupuncture definitely helped helped with the pain, um, but I started getting migraines. I'd never had a migraine before. That was life-changing. They're awful. (laughs) So, you know, in bed for three days, throwing up type of migraines, and I was like, wow, I can't live like this. Became way more empathetic to my migraine sufferer patients. Right. Once you experience it, it really changes things. And um, so I was on a journey to figure out how to fix these migraines. And I came across this PEMF actually through the horse world because they do it on horses. And um, I went up to the... Which is interesting. Yeah. Why would they do it on horses and not on people? Yeah. Well, they do it on both. But, yeah, okay. but the horse horse people spend a lot of money on their horses. Okay, so it's a financial. Yeah, it's business. a money thing. You okay. know, they're like, how can I get the best performance out of my $100,000 horse or million-dollar right. horse or whatever? You know, it starts big and it trickles down to us. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I went up to uh, Blowing Rock to the Blowing Rock Horse Show because there's a sales rep up there who who was had had this machine. And so I was like... I'm sitting on a hail, bale of hay. It was pouring rain out. We're like in a little covered spot. And I had these paddles on my neck and head. And I'm thumping. The thing is really bizarre feeling. It like thumps and tingles. And it's like makes a ticking sound like an MRI. Um, oh, jeez. And so I sat there on this hay, bale of hay for an hour. And um, so then... Um, I, on my way home from Blowing Rock, I'm like, oh, my gosh, my brain fog is just much better. So it was immediate. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like, all better. But, right. I mean, I can tell it made a change. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So I bought this thing. This thing's $30,000. <laughs> Get me one. I'm like, I'll take one. I'm getting one. <laughs> I'm like, surely if it helps me, it's going to help somebody else. So I did it a lot, um, at least three or three hours a week um, for a while. And then, you know, I still do it. I probably two or 300 hours at this point. I've had it for two and a half years or almost three years. And um, so my migraines went from like eight or nine a year like for three days in bed throwing up kind of migraines to maybe two a year and oh. not nearly as bad. So life-changing. And and you attribute that change to this? Yeah. Well, the chiropractic and acupuncture definitely helped. I was getting adjusted much more often. Mm-hmm. I get adjusted every week. I don't miss. I do acupuncture. Well, I do it to myself. I do that probably every week. And um, so you can do acupuncture to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at it. 
and um, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and the PEMF was was the the kicker for the brain fog and um, the energy. I just it was <laughs> after I started feeling better. You know, like I had during this whole process, I, you know, I didn't want to ride my horse. I didn't want to go water skiing. I didn't want to ride a bicycle with my husband. And, and when I started feeling better and started doing it all again, he's like, I just thought you were getting old. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, well, I am getting older, but that's not the reason I wasn't doing it. So it was, it was a really um, eye opening because, you know, people get old because they don't feel good. Right. And then they never recover. Right. Or they have something going on that makes them, you know, have not a lot of energy or something. And they just attribute it to be getting old. So they don't, they just feel like, okay, well, this happens to everybody. And it's just my time. Right. So yeah, they don't, they don't do anything to address it. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. And then, and then, you know, that just gets us into that longevity conversation with all of this stuff just really helps with longevity, anti-aging, you know. And having great energy for a very long time. Yeah. So which which you're saying that we can. Like it yeah. doesn't have to. We don't have to age like we assume we have to age. Right. And, you know, you probably see people like I get to see people their age and how they are doing. You right. Because I know everybody's date of birth. Right. You know, when they come in. And so – you see some people who are 50, 60 who look amazing and do great. And there's lots of people who are doing terrible. And then you get a look at their history, you know, bad diet, no exercise, high stress, and, you know, not taking care of themselves. And, I mean, it's shocking. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it boils down to lifestyle and life choices. Right. So... They can, even at that age, 60, 65, 70, you can make, you can make significant changes. Absolutely. And alter the course of the rest of your life. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. That's, yeah, that's great news. (laughs) Great news. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we, we kind of jumped a little bit over acupuncture. Right. So I, and I know that that is much more commonplace than it used to be. I think yes. it's much more accepted. And people, while they may not understand it, they recognize that there are some definite benefits to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But do will you kind of explain um, a little bit about how it works? Yeah, sure. So um, acupuncture, you know, it is, I do what's called acupuncture in traditional Chinese medicine. And, and you may have seen it as TCM sometimes. Um, so Traditional Chinese medicine is about balancing qi and energy, balancing the body's uh, uh, function. So we have 12 main meridians, and the meridians are channels of energy are based on um, a soft uh, interpretation uh, or translation from Chinese. Um, so we have these channels that, that, you know, we have a heart channel, lung channel, large intestine, stomach channels. Um, and the reason they're named after organs is we have channels that go from our hands to our head, or, you know, um, chest, chest to our hands, hands to our head, heads to our ankles, and then back up to our chest. And it's all circular. It's kind of like electricity, right? You can't break the electric. Right. Can you, you know, see these channels? Are they visible or are they just, you just kind of know where they are? They're, you can palpate them. You can feel them, okay. you know, uh, uh, with experience. Um 
But, you know, we learn as acupuncturists, we learn all the points. There's 360 main points. There's a lot more, but... Um, Wait, and let me just say, you have over 1,200 hours of, yes. of experience with acupuncture. Like, I just want to make be really clear that there's a difference. There's a kind of a spectrum of acupuncture. Training, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the training for traditional Chinese medicine you can, is, you know, at least you know, 1,000 hours, drive about 1,200 hours of training. Um, you can go to someone who does acupuncture or dry needling, and they usually have <clears throat> 50 or 100 hours of training. Um, so they they know how to, like, find a point and stick a needle in. Mm-hmm. So it's really basic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be dangerous if they don't understand like you can't do certain needles if you do needles too deep in the lung area you can cause some lung puncturing (laughs) so you want to be go to someone who's experienced and really understands um how it works right um and as far as someone who has 100 hours or 50 hours certainly doesn't understand traditional chinese medicine which is very complex and it's a but very, very effective. Yeah. So I just, I wanted to be, to kind of get it out there that there, yeah, you don't want to just go to any acupuncturist. You want to definitely research right. their experience yeah. and their training. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate interrupted that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to the, how it works. The- yeah. So um, these channels, uh, you know, they go along our arms and legs and, and body back front. And, and um, so if you have um, some digestive issues, um, you can do some points on your hand. Like a lot of people know the LI4, which is on between your thumb and your your index mm-hmm. finger. That's a pretty common. That's for headaches and that's for digestive issues. That's the large intestine point, very powerful point. Uh, and you can do acupressure? Like yeah. I can just push sure. it? And- yeah, yeah. And But that helps with your large intestine. And it also helps with sinuses because the, the, the points go all the way up to your, your face. So these points travel along our our superficial skin loosely <laughs> um and again, you have to keep it kind of in lay terms so i can understand yeah. so i appreciate that and um and then they travel deep into the organs and that's why we can do points on our wrists or our ankles to treat all sorts of different things um and so so that when you stick a needle into it what does that do? So a point that's it's really interesting, you can actually find points with bioelectricity. So the resistance uh, at a acupuncture point is less than the normal skin. So there, actually oh. you can find it with modern technology. Interesting. So you don't have to just be acupuncturist and palpate them. <laughs> but that's how, how do you like to do it? Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. But you can actually find them with a machine. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. That they do, like, exist in real life. Right, <laughs> right, right. So there is proof that it's there. Like yeah. something other people have known for 3,000 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we do a lot for anxiety, you know, sinus allergies. You know, um, we get, we have what's called babies. So we do fertility. Um, <gasps> That's how I had my second child. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. He would not be here if I hadn't gone to acupuncture. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It was, I mean, I, I when I went in, I was kind of like, I don't, you know, I've tried a lot of stuff, a lot of shots and pills and nothing was working. And I was like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm going to stop all of that and go to acupuncture. And that's so awesome. The result was 
Um, it was amazing. Yeah. I had eight viable eggs. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. So I only got one child, which yep. is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, all sorts of things. And, and we, we don't really do a treatment. We don't treat a problem necessarily. We find out where the blockage of chi, what is not functioning properly, where's the stagnation, where's the deficiency. So people come in with a problem, but I'm looking for the root cause, not the problem. Right. But you will address the problem. Right. Yeah. It was just, you know, a little hard for people for that concept, you know. Sometimes they want to get really, really detailed into their problem, but they don't really need the detail. Right. I need to I need to find where the root problem is. Right. And um, so we do the scans. I do pulse diagnosis, tongue diagnosis, you know, and and we have to fix diets. We have to get the exercise going, work on stress. So that's a lifestyle thing too. So it's complex. <laughs> it's fun though. Well, it is. It is complex. And it's, I would imagine it often feels like a lot for somebody who, you know, kind of walks in and says, you know, I have yeah, my neck hurts, you know, and then they walk out they're like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. And you know, when your neck hurts, that's the vagus nerve, right? It's at the very top of your upper cervical spine. And so that's causing all sorts of other problems that they may or may not know about. Right. And connected. Yeah. And so it's really eye-opening to be like, oh, this, you know, they can really tell that this is helping not just with the one thing that they came in with. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So um, what what kind of diet do you recommend to people? Yeah. That's it's so rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we talked about this before. You know, so people are so addicted to sugar and simple carbohydrates and fast food, processed foods. <clears throat> There's a part of the brain that's, you know, you're – Sugar is so addictive, it's more addictive than heroin. That's why people struggle so much. Yeah. It's really hard. <clears throat> and then when they get to a metabolic state, you know, they're, they're hormones that make you feel um, satiated are all mixed up. There's like ghrelin and there's, you know, there's a lot of leptins that some people may have heard of. But, you know, these, these hormones really help you. People who have normal diets and normal weights, their hormones are working properly. Okay. So so if somebody's eating a lot of sugar, this throws off the, the hormones. It, it kind of confuses. The digestive, whole digestive system, the physiology of how the brain works and how, and, and that's why it's really challenging for people to like start Right. But once they do it for two weeks, like say they can get rid of a lot of their sugars and simple carbs for two weeks, things start to balance out. And and then the brain and their cravings are easier to manage. So there is a um, – all right, so you say it's sugar is more addictive than heroin. Yeah. Is there – I mean, not that I've tried heroin, but <laughs> from the movies I've seen, the, the part of heroin that's hard is that the – the um that it's physically like it hurts it hurts physically to stop right there's all these physical yeah. side effects of stopping is there 
It's, yeah, I don't think you get the DTs or anything, but it's just, you know, the cravings are pretty just intense. And it's everywhere, right? Sugar is everywhere. Right. And you have to eat. It's not like, and not like any addiction is is easy because none are, but, you know, you can stop if you just a drug have or it. alcohol, right? right? You know, and you can get rid of it. You have to eat. Yes. And so you have to figure out how to eat without eating the bad stuff. And, you know, that's hard. You know, okay, so this has me think. So I was um, a therapist for many years. I worked a lot with kids and adolescents. And, um, you know, when you're working with children, you very quickly realize that a big part of the work has to be with the family. Right. Right. Because you can, you spend an hour with a child and, you know, address some things and they go back to the system that created the symptoms to begin with. Absolutely. Um, and if you don't address the family, then so, so that had me thinking about some of your patients, right? They, they are probably in systems. Correct. In the environment <clears throat> that, you know, they go out to eat all the time. They're, Pantries are filled with sugar cereal and, you know, that, that that's just the way. So you are addressing huge. Right. And that is changes. super challenging. Like a lot of people could address the pantry thing and going out, but it's their spouse that doesn't right. want to be on board. Oh, absolutely. Um, or the children don't do it. Um, or won't do it, the, you know, the parents say. We had this conversation before, you know, I was like, well, I mean, it was a little easier for me. I was a single mom and it was just my daughter and I. And, if she, you know, like we just don't do that here. Right. And it's not like a no, you can't. It's like we just don't do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't happen in our house. <laughs> and right. friends come over and they want something like we just don't do that here. And they have a puzzled look on their face. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> right, right. Like they're trying to process what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it's funny because my youngest son eats, it, I mean, she eats so much sugar. And we do have it in the house. Um, and that's my issue on some level. But, um, but you know, what I, how I'm trying, because now he's, he's 15, you know. So now what I'm trying to address is... Um, now what I'm trying to address is, you know, just educating him. Right. You know, like, okay, recognize what you're doing to your body when you're putting all this sugar in. Right. Um, what, you know, th this is what's happening. Right. Well, now. you know, I think, I think you just, for, well, for most people, you have to decide, you have to find out what motivates them. Yes. You know, is it sports? Is it the girls? Is it the whatever? Right. You know, and, and this is you on sugar right. like and you know you want to be a quarterback well you can't throw as far right. um uh you know this is you on healthy proteins and vegetables and look at your performance and oh you can heal from injuries and or whatever it is you know we have to put it into their perspective um and and you know that's easier said than done because you gotta like find the right button Right. And they, right. They have to feel it, right. They have to recognize that. Okay. I mean, yeah, I want to be a, I don't know, you know, a great runner or whatever, but you know, if, for, do I want to be that, a, a great runner that badly that I yeah. actually going to give up sugar? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's. Yeah. So it is, you know, and you with your experience, you know, I mean, working on the, the emotional part of things is, is challenging. Well, you do it. Yeah. I mean, as you were talking before, I'm thinking you you are, <clears throat> as well as 
doctor and chiropractic and and like you're doing the mental health you're doing you're yeah. You're doing counseling. Yeah. And, you know, we have so many people with anxiety and depression and brain fog these days. COVID, you know, a lot of people got COVID and they're having long COVID. Right. And a lot of the long COVID is the um, anxiety, depression, brain fog, fatigue. Like we're getting lots of that more than ever. And and I really do think it was from um, a lot of it's from COVID, like getting the illness. So, okay. So you think that the, the illness that itself caused that, or do you think that people knew they had the illness and so then were feeling more anxious and. Yeah, no, I think that the, the getting COVID just really um, puts a lot of stress on the body, you know, because it, it binds to these ACE2 receptors, you know, causes a lot of cardiovascular issues. It just really, the immune system gets um, really attacked by it. And so, you know, you're obviously, everyone knows this, the healthier you were, usually you do the better. Right. Coming out of it. If you, and, and so what we're doing is we're helping people, um, get there. Uh, we'd use the PEMF and that helps rejuvenate those cells because those cells are sick and inflamed. Um, that helps with the brain fog, the depression, um, and you obviously getting that nervous system functioning better and then working on balancing chi and energy. So all of this helps with long COVID, um, and, uh, you know, and then getting their diet figured out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we're, we see so much more anxiety, depression, brain fog than we ever have. And, and. So when, when somebody walks in, are you saying those, they come in with that, that that's their presenting problem? No, usually or? people don't come in for that. But, you know, also isolation, you know, yes. just like everything else. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's not, they didn't have to have COVID and still get that. But um, I think it's pretty, I'm calling it the new pandemic. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I think there are. The ripple effects from this are going to be felt for many years. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've we've seen it yet. Um, okay, so sugar is a big thing. Yeah, getting rid. Is there any kind of sugar that's okay? So Fructose? you know, local honey's great. You know, that's really good for sinus and allergies. Um, you know, and really like doing some local honey and some warm water with maybe a little lemon, super great for you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, um, you can, you know, the more complex the carbs, the better, meaning it just doesn't make your blood sugar get so, get, uh, so high so quickly. Right. Right. Um, and, um, you know, just obviously everyone's heard this, the more leafy greens, the better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, um, you know, I'm trying to do minimal m- meats, um, not minimal, but minimize the meats, but having them local grass fed, um, humanely is really important to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, humanely raised, you know, we don't need all the meat that we have, but the meat that we do have should be really good quality. Um, and then, the, like, for example, a grass-fed beef has omega-3s in it, like fish do. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Whereas grain-fed beef does not. Okay. It has saturated fats. Um, a farm-raised fish does not have the omega-3s. They're fed corn and grains and stuff. Whereas wild-caught fish does. Um, so, you know, your source is super important. If 
you care about how healthy it is or even how humanely it's raised. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, but if you're eating salmon because you, you know, know that it's good for you, you want those omega-3s, then obviously you should be paying attention to right. where it's caught. And if it doesn't say wild caught, it's going to be farm raised. And then no omega-3s in this. Rarely, yeah. It's it's. I mean, we don't know exactly because there's so many different sources. Right. But right. for the most part, if it's grain fed and corn fed and and dead fish fed, oh god, <laughs> it's not going to have omega threes. <laughs> Yikes! <All right. laughs> Gotta love that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something I maybe didn't want to know. Um, so, so just a kind of over the a balanced diet again. Back to this balance, right? You need, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and balance seems boring, but boy, it feels so much better. <laughs> oh, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a few spikes of excitement every once in a while, but definitely, I like I like balance in my life. <laughs> yeah, and you know, cooking doesn't have to be that hard. I do these videos um, with uh, you know thirty minutes to dinner, right? Well, you do videos where? They're in my kitchen, but, you know, I'm, I'm tr- hoping to create some actual good videos. But where are they posted? Where can we see them? Oh, on Facebook. Um, uh, my Facebook is Elizabeth Beadle, or you can go to Dr. Elizabeth Beadle um, Healing for Life, or on Instagram. I think I'm Beetlejuice1. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, or Healing for Life underscore, I think is how it goes. Um, but... You know, the whole point is, like, a lot of times I'll come home. I have no idea what I'm going to make for dinner. I'm like, what do I have in my fridge? I have some greens. I have some protein that's in the freezer. And I have, I don't know, maybe whatever. And I just pick them out, cut them up, throw them, and and do. I mean, you can cook and start to finish 30 minutes, a super healthy meal. And it's not difficult because people struggle with figuring it out, getting a recipe, you know, going to the grocery store. I'm like, you know, I go to the grocery store once or twice. So I get my Bluebird Farms box with my vegetables. I have no idea what's in there. I'm like, what is this vegetable? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> okay, so now I don't feel so bad. I'm like, I have no idea. You know, I go online. I'm like, okay, what is this vegetable? And, and um, a few ideas and be like, I just chop it up and cook it, you know. And yeah, well, I think I think the key part of that is that you have it in your fridge. Yes. So I don't really care what is in the fridge. I just like find something, and uh, you know, I, you know, you 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 get if it's greens, you can saute it in you know grapeseed oil or avocado oil. Don't use olive oil to cook with because that's not good at high heats. You know, not good in what way? Uh, because it creates free radicals and it's it's it doesn't work well for cooking. Oh. It's much better, oh. 250 to 250 degrees or less. Wait, olive oil, you yes. said? Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's not good to cook high heat with olive oil. That's not something I've known about. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So And so you want to use grapeseed oil or avocado oil. You can look at the grocery store. You'll see high heat oils. Okay. I do. I have avocado oil. Yeah. Home, so um, so much safer. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you get those sort of little tidbits in my little videos, you know. And, yeah. And, and so, you know, you get some garlic and some some oil and you do your greens and, you know, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be hard. 
So um, anyways, I try and help people just sort of get past that. How do I even do this? And I don't want to spend much time and I'm tired. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so you have those, when did you start those videos? Um, this, oh, well, during COVID. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think I'm going to start doing some like better produced ones mm-hmm. coming up. So we'll look for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'll definitely. I, I um, follow you on Instagram, but I'm going to have to search the Facebook. Yeah. So for that too. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. So eating well, obviously is a big factor. Um, what about sleep? Oh and, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I struggled, you know, I was like, Oh my, you know, I do all these things, but my sleep, I just go to bed too late. I get up too early and and you know what was really interesting, what I discovered was, like, so I have this aura ring, which is which measures your deep sleep and your REM sleep and your light sleep and your heart rate variability. And, and so, and I've had that for a couple of years. And so it really helped me. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed earlier. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's coming up to nine. I've got to get ready, you know. And so I made it more of a priority to get to sleep earlier. Um, because you know, what do you know about sleep that's motivating you to? Yeah, get more so of you've heard, you know, you need seven to eight hours, seven to eight hours of sleep a night, right? And be, all of us were like, nah, I can do five hours. I'm good, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not good. No, and I know I'm not good. Like I know <laughs> I am not good when I don't get enough sleep. And um, so you know, you 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 really want to get two and a half hours of REM and deep sleep combined at least every night. And so the interesting thing is I hadn't remembered a dream in years and, and learned um, at some point that if you don't remember your dreams, you're not getting enough REM sleep. You're not getting that third cycle of REM sleep. And I'm like, huh. That's really interesting. So then I was like, then I paid attention. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, cause I can see on my phone, how much REM sleep did I get? <laughs> and then I'm like, Gosh, now I wake up remembering dreams because I'm getting to that third cycle. So, so that, I mean, so that piece of information has played out in. Yeah, I noticed because I started paying attention. I'm right. like, because I, I was like, shoot, I never remember my dreams. So there's a reason for it. I always thought I remembered my dreams because I woke up in the middle of them. Right. That- but you woke, wake up rested. You made it to that last cycle okay. of REM sleep. Right. I remember my dreams a lot, so maybe I'm getting enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, we want to get seven to eight hours, you know, and I still struggle getting that much, but um, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I do have to say, I mean, so this podcast is sponsored by Incredible Edibles and we we sell some really good CBD and I've been taking CBD consistently yeah. for, I mean, it's been a year now and I am sleeping so much better. Yeah. The CBD is great for you. I did a lot of research on CBD and just, um, you know, because that's the endocannabinoid system, yes. right? And so with that endocannabinoid system is part of our nervous system. Yep. And when the endocannabinoids, the CB1s and CB2s, are, are getting enough yeah. cannabinoids, then the body functions much better. The inflammation, yep. sleep, it brings Anxiety. on the vagus nerve. Oh, good. So it's all connected. Because the acetylcholine is part of the vagus nerve, right? And so that's, that's in that same uh, synaptic bouton, if you remember those things. But anyways, 
Um, anyways, it's great. CBD is super good for you. And, you know, not everybody responds, right, to CBD. Right. And the reason is that either your body makes enough or, um, you know, the, the reason CBD works is, one, your body doesn't make enough, or two, your receptors are not working well enough. Right. So you just, you need more if they're not working well enough, or you need more if you're not making enough. Right. Right. So there are some people who just don't feel any effect from the CBD. Right. And it's usually because their system is sufficient enough, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But most people are, you know, their sympathetic nervous system's going 100 miles an hour and they're just spent. Right. And I, yeah, I think, which, I mean, the most people are coming in because they're anxious, you know, the, right. and they're looking for CBD to help with that. Right. Back so. to the vagus nerve. Yes. And the parasympathetic nervous system. Super cool. <laughs> yeah so that that's an aside anyway but yeah so i think that is really on a personal yeah. level help me with sleep and help me with joint pain because like of the inflammation yes yeah and just taking it consistently i'm just not you yeah know, it's a great anti-inflammatory yeah and natural you know and no. natural i mean our bodies make it right yeah right so it's super cool yeah Okay. And so kind of a third piece that I'm learning more and more about, which I'd love to hear your take on, is hydration and right. water and kind of how um, how our bodies need it, use it. Right. If I could find a really good source of spring water sport source, I'd be very excited. You know, I'm not sure where we can find a really good spring water source. That would be ideal. Because spring water has... As the minerals has yeah. the energy, right? That vibrational energy that comes from the earth. And But the sources are really... It's hard. I'm, I, I look. I haven't gone hog wild researching, but that would be the best. Um, so, you know, we do reverse osmosis type of water, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really happy with my sources of water. But it's important to drink it. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, half your body weight, you know, and, and I feel badly for people who are overweight because they have a lot of water to drink. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm like, whoa, they have to drink a lot more than I do. <laughs> and they probably don't. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I it's think. just a good flushing, you know, especially if someone's losing weight, you got to flush out all those toxins. Because when you lose fat cells, you lose a lot of toxins that goes into your bloodstream. And then people get headaches and anxiety and all sorts of things when they're losing weight because they're detoxing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a whole other conversation because that's really interesting yeah. to me. Um, so if <clears throat> we if, – if, I mean, the, what you what – you, do generally, I think what you love to do is it's kind of comprehensive overall health um, assessment and plan and, you know, create a path for each individual's healing for life. Right. Right. And yeah. because, and it's going to be individual because every person's individual and, and right. something, you know, that works well on me may not work well on my friend, my sister, my well, you know, I mean, yes, we want to optimize the healing for life is for me, you know, optimizing the body's potential, optimizing the body's performance. Um, and it's really not that difficult. You know, I mean, everybody's nervous system has to work at its best potential. 
every, everybody needs to have their chi and energy balanced. Like when you have deficiency of chi or your kidney chi is deficient, that's you don't have enough water to put out the fire is kind of a Chinese T- TCM type of language. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And then, and then you have misting of the mind, you get anxiety. So um, if you don't have balance of chi and energy, if you don't have, uh, if you're too deficient in one, one part of your, your, one organ system or one meridian or channel, um, then another system is fired up. And then you're going to have symptoms because of that. So getting balance of chi and energy, you know, we just find out what's out of balance and we work on it. And then um, if people are inflamed or they have just, you know, their cells are just not working well and we can rejuvenate those cells. So it's not that complicated in theory, like everybody needs that, right? Um, we, you know, we just have to beeline them into what's more appropriate for them, right? Right, yeah. and right, and so I guess what you're saying is that you know that it's not. I mean, every person has their own central nervous system, their own, you know. So, and everybody's built a little bit differently, um, but the, the the general goal for each person. Get to the root cause. Get to the root cause. Find the balance. Yeah. 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 So do you, um, is there one patient, one success story that really stands out for you that kind of makes you, I don't know. I get all teary when people like, (laughs) you know, when you, when you see somebody put that work into that effort and really see a change. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of someone specifically, but there are lots of people who, you know, they come in, you know, you know, headaches or migraines or terrible digestive issues. Um, and, you know, they've been to doctors and they haven't had the help. And, you know, it's, it's almost as simple as unlocking that blockage, getting to the root cause and just sort of switching the switch. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the system starts to work. And then, you know, and it's unpredictable. Some people who I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much going wrong. wrong. And then we f- flip that switch and they're doing amazing. It's really exciting. I imagine. And then some people who I think are going to be easy right. or not, right. you know, so you don't, again, you can't judge it. You can't predict, you just, um, it's, yeah, and and you know it just is. Yeah, um, and I I try not to like hold on to like a specific person or condition and and just it uh, let it be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which goes back to your I think just kind of the way you are walking through life. You know, just it's state of acceptance and love and you know non-judgment yeah yeah it's exciting it's exciting and it's it's wonderful i mean that's you know i think what everybody is kind of searching for when they are looking for help when they're reaching out for help to find a place where they can feel um held um but also trust Mm -hmm. that you're going to help them Right, you know, which is which is what you exude. I mean, you have, you know, your passion, your knowledge, your, um, you know, all all that you bring to every every patient you see. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I just I give you a lot of credit. I mean, I was just starting this podcast <laughs> and just pulling people in and just and you know, it's 
it's hard. I find it's hard to be in your shoes where you're like, you know, just discovering people and pulling it out of people and, and, and providing this for our community. It's really um, very a healing. Thank you. Well, I, I mean, I love it because I'm so curious, you know. So, and I and I just I find you know what you're doing, what other people are doing is is wonderful, you know. And I want to know about it, and so let's share it. Yeah, nice <laughs> job. I love it. Thank you so so much. Thank for you for having in. me. I really appreciate you having great. me. This was wonderful. So, Dr. Elizabeth Beadle, Healing for Life, and you can find her on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah. My web page is uh, www.drbeetle.com. There you go. And yes. Thank Thank you. you. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.